There are specific neurotransmitters that have been identified as supporting a positive mood, one of which is iron. A balance of several neurotransmitters, including serotonin, dopamine, and other vital compounds, is necessary to maintain a good mood. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and stress management habits, you'll also learn about the power of food to enhance your mental and physical well-being and how to overcome your battles with living a healthier lifestyle. The secret to eating healthier, improving your mood, and increasing your energy are not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your health journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. We all eagerly jump and latch on to different diets, whether it's paleo or keto, but no matter what diet you follow, there are still some vital nutrients that your body needs to maintain and to keep it healthy. Iron deficiency is a common worldwide problem, and research suggests that as many as 80% of people in the world don't have enough iron in their bodies, 80%. So with that, today I'm going to be talking about some of the best iron-rich foods that you can add to your diet and the ones that I eat often to make sure I'm giving my body the nutrition that it needs. Now, before we get to those foods, let's talk a little bit more about the importance of iron. Iron is one of the most important nutrients for your body. Iron is a really important mineral for your body because you need it to make oxygen carrying red blood cells. And while diet can play a role, absorption can also be a factor worth considering. But more on that a little bit later. So iron comes in two different forms. So you have heme iron and non-heme iron. So meat, especially red meat, generally contains a combination of these two. So heme and non-heme iron, while plant-based foods are predominantly rich in non-heme iron, which can sometimes be a bit problematic. This is because non-heme iron isn't always very well absorbed by your body. And when stress strikes, this issue can be exasperated, which can lead to low iron levels. Okay, so while we're on that topic, let's talk about iron deficiency symptoms. Initially, iron deficiency, it can be so mild that sometimes you might not even notice it. But as your body becomes more deficient in iron and anemia worsens, the signs and symptoms tend to intensify. So iron deficiency anemia signs and symptoms may include things like extreme fatigue. This is definitely one of the top symptoms. Um, weakness, just feelings of, you know, feeling weak or maybe even lethargic. Uh, pale skin uh, could be chest pain, fast heartbeat, even shortness of breath. Uh, you might feel dizzy or lightheaded or maybe even have a headache, cold hands and feet, um, brittle nails, and even unusual cravings for things like, you know, it could be dirt or like ice or even starch. Yes, this this can be a symptom. All right, so let's talk about the causes of iron deficiency. So iron deficiency anemia occurs when your body doesn't have enough iron to produce hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is the part of red blood cells that gives blood its red color and also enables the red blood cells to carry oxygenated blood throughout your body. 
If you aren't consuming enough iron or if you're losing too much iron, your body can produce enough hemoglobin and iron deficiency anemia will eventually develop. Okay, so now you might be thinking, well, what what are some causes of iron deficiency? Okay, so I have a few for you. First one, of course, is blood loss, right? And of course, this definitely affects women. So blood contains iron within red blood cells. So if you lose blood, you lose some iron. Women with heavy periods are at risk of iron deficiency anemia because they lose blood through menstruation. Gastrointestinal bleeding can result from regular use of some over-the-counter pain relievers, especially aspirin. Another cause of iron deficiency could include a lack of iron in your diet. Your body regularly gets iron from the foods that you eat. If you consume too little iron over time, your body can become iron deficient. So I'm going to talk about some, you know, top 10 iron rich foods later on in a minute. So you will know those foods you can start adding to your diet. But just know that, you know, it also comes down to what you're putting on your plate. A deficiency can also be caused by an inability to absorb iron. Iron from food is absorbed into your bloodstream in your small intestine. And intestinal disorders such as could be celiac disease, for example, which affects your intestine's ability to absorb nutrients from digested food can lead to iron deficiency anemia. If part of your small intestine has been uh, removed or bypassed surgically, that also may affect your ability to absorb iron and other nutrients. Okay, so here's one trick that you can use to increase your iron absorption. So you can eat vitamin C rich foods along with iron rich foods. Vitamin C rich foods help your body to absorb more iron. So try eating more vitamin C foods with foods containing iron. One of my favorite ways to do this is by adding vitamin C rich fruits like strawberries or kiwi to my morning green smoothie since leafy greens are a great source of iron. Another source of iron deficiency is pregnancy, making a human. Without iron supplementation, iron deficiency anemia occurs in many pregnant women because their iron stores need to serve their own increased blood volumes as well as be a source of hemoglobin for the growing little tiny human. All right, so another source of iron deficiency is stress. Stress can really lower levels of iron in the body. When we are under stress, our body undergoes specific chemical changes which might cause anemia. Excessive stress hinders the manufacture of hydrochloric acid in your body, which is very important for the integration of iron and proteins. If you feel as though stress could be eating away at your iron levels, it might be time to consider adding more iron-rich foods or an iron supplement, but make sure to consult with your doctor first to get your levels tested. All right, so how much iron should you be eating anyways? So iron deficiency, as I mentioned earlier, is a very common worldwide problem. So let's see if you're getting enough. So the amount of iron you need varies based on your age. The recommended daily amounts of iron are as follows. Infants under 12 months, if you happen to be listening to this, you guys need about 11 milligrams of iron per day. Children ages one to four, they need about seven milligrams of iron per day. Adults and children over four years, they need about 18 milligrams per day. Pregnant and breastfeeding women, because they need more, right? You need about 27 milligrams of iron per day. All right, so let's talk about iron benefits. I always say that when making any changes to your diet, you first need to have your why. So why should you eat more iron anyways? What are the benefits? So I'm going to share three key benefits of getting more iron in your diet. There's more than three, but I'm just going to share three for the sake of time because I really want to get to those iron-rich foods for you guys. 
All right. So benefit number one is that it helps support energy levels. Iron is an extremely important mineral for your body because you need it to make oxygen carrying red blood cells that I mentioned earlier. So iron is important for the body to carry out many metabolic pathways that result in breaking down proteins and absorbing nutrients from food. That's why deficiency is linked with feelings of exhaustion, fatigue, and feeling sluggish, among other symptoms that I shared earlier. Another benefit is that it may help to improve your mood. There are specific neurotransmitters that have been identified as supporting a positive mood, one of which is iron. A balance of several neurotransmitters, including serotonin, dopamine, and other vital compounds is necessary to maintain a good mood. When you're not getting enough iron, it can result in various mood disorders. Some of the symptoms include poor mood, impaired sleep, low energy levels, we just mentioned that, and a lack of motivation. If you notice any changes in your feelings or behavior, an iron deficiency may be to blame. So again, we want to make sure we're getting our levels tested first, right? All right, so benefit number three, it helps to enhance cognitive function. Iron is a key nutrient for both brain and body. Again, it helps to carry oxygen to the brain, which is important because 20% of all of the oxygen in the body is used by the brain. An iron deficiency can affect memory and other functions. Okay, now it is time to get to the main event, the top iron-rich foods. I have 10 for you, and they're ranked in order of most to least amount of iron. So get that pen and paper ready. All right, so food number one, what do you think the food number one is before I even like tell you what it is? I want you to think about it first. What do you think food number one is? It's not leafy greens. I'm going to tell you that right now. The first food is spirulina. And in one ounce, you're going to get 44% of your daily value. So spirulina, if you haven't heard of it, is a blue-green algae that has an intense flavor but powerful nutrition. Eating just one ounce provides half of your typical iron requirements. That's crazy. Spirulina is one of the best sources of non-heme iron and provides benefits for a range of nutrients. It contains essential amino acids, iron, protein, and vitamins C, D, and E. All right, so food number two is blackstrap molasses. In one ounce of blackstrap molasses, you're going to get 20% of your daily value. This thick, nutrient-packed syrup contains potassium, iron, and calcium, just to name a few. And this is a great sweetener that adds a lot of depth and richness to things like cookies. If you love those ginger molasses cookies, I always make those at Christmas time. Um, Cakes and even savory items as well, like barbecue sauces. And I know summer's coming up. So, you know, why not experiment and make some of your own homemade barbecue sauces? You're actually going to take in less sugar if you make it at home as well. Because the bottled stuff has a lot of sugar. But that's a different podcast episode. (laughs) All right. So food number three is liver. Not my favorite on this list, but hey, I can respect it because it's a great source of iron. But in three ounces of organic beef liver, you're going to get 22.5% of your daily value. So iron-rich foods, they can be a little bit difficult to find. And even if you do find them, they might not have the necessary properties that you need. So liver really is the best option because it's rich in heme iron, which is more easily absorbed by the body. Food number four, grass-fed beef. So in one, you know, grass-fed strip steak, you're going to get about 22% of your daily value. 
So grass-fed beef has a ton of benefits, including heme iron and plenty of other nutrients that make it a popular choice among meat. Um, and also the great thing about grass-fed beef is that it's a really great source of omega-3 fatty acids. And those are the type of fatty acids that help to lower inflammation in the body and that are excellent for brain health and mental health. Now, grass-fed beef is also a rich source of vitamins A and E, as well as antioxidants, which are crucial in the fight against cancer. Do you feel like your stress levels are constantly on the rise? You're not alone. Feeling stressed is a perfectly normal feeling but it can sometimes feel like you're taking on the world without the strength to get back up. In my free Foods That Soothe ebook, you'll discover some key vitamins, nutrients, and recipes that may help you to improve your mood as well as to reduce your stress. I know how it feels to be overwhelmed, so I wrote this resource with you in mind. No matter how stressed you are, recipe so that you can take back control of your health and get into the habit of planning meals more consistently. You can grab the free guide by clicking on the link in the show notes or by heading to trudyestone.com forward slash meal prep. All right, so food number five are lentils. Guys, you know how much I love me some lentils. Okay. <laughs> but in half a cup, you're going to get 20% of your daily value. So lentils are inexpensive and they're also low maintenance. They have a lot of non-heme iron, which makes them perfect for people who don't eat meat or who want to try adding in more plant-based foods. Not only are they nutritionally uh, nutritional dynamos, you know, you can also do so many different things with them. And they're a great canvas for soaking up tons of flavor. Guys, I'm not even going to tell you all the recipes I can make with lentils. I've told you guys on the podcast many times before, if, you know, if you're a regular listener, just go to trudyestone.com, search on lentils, and you're going to see a whole bunch of different type of recipes come up, all right? So food number six is dark chocolate, all right? And in one ounce, you're going to get 19% of your daily value. So I talked about dark chocolate back in episode 83, seven foods that may reduce stress and anxiety, but dark chocolate is, the, is perfect for satisfying your sweet tooth, and it also ensures that you get the iron that your body needs. So one ounce is going to give you almost 20% of the daily amount of iron that you need. And if for, if you want some tips on, you know, how to choose the best source of dark chocolate, go back and listen to episode 83. But basically, you want to be looking for dark chocolate that's at least 70% or higher in the cocoa content. All right, so food number seven is spinach. There you are, greens. <laughs> so in half a cup, half a cup cooked, I should say, you're going to get 17.8% of your daily value. Now, I'm pretty sure that you guys thought that this would be at the top of the list. And you might be surprised that this is actually number seven. Now, although it's number seven, don't let that fool you because it's still one of the highest sources of iron. And I love that spinach can be enjoyed either raw or cooked. So cooked spinach also seems to provide more iron per, per spoonful because it's less dense, which makes you feel fuller for a longer period of time. I love squeezing in spinach any way that I can. So when I have it raw, usually it's in my salads or in my smoothies with a scoop of collagen, or I add it sometimes at the end of cooking a meal. So if I eat it cooked, I usually just add it at the end of cooking a meal. So if I'm making like a stew or something like that, like during like the last five minutes of cooking, I'll just stir the spinach in and that way the spinach doesn't get overcooked and I don't lose all of the nutrients. Um, I might also add it to an omelet as well. So if I'm making an omelet, you know, I'll just toss that in at, at the end before I fold my omelet over. So then again, I'm not cooking it too much. It's still cooked, but I'm not cooking it too much to the extent that I'm killing all the nutrients. 
All right, so food number eight. Actually, I'm kind of I'm gonna squeeze in two foods here if I can, if you guys will let me do that. Um, so food number eight are chickpeas and black beans. Okay, so let's call them legumes, all right? So in chickpeas and half a cup, you're gonna get 13% of your daily value. So chickpeas are one of my favorite plant-based foods, and they're considered to be one of the best sources of iron. Bonus, they're actually a great appetite suppressant as well for anybody out there who might be trying to lose weight right now. And speaking about weight loss, if you are trying to, you know, get into hot girl summer, all right, (laughs) stay tuned because very soon I'm going to be making a very special announcement. I'm going to be opening up a program for a select group of women who want to actually learn how to break their bad habits and make those healthy ones stick. So stay tuned for more information on that coming soon. All right, so let's get back to chickpeas. So chickpeas have a lot going for them. So aside from providing a wide range of nutrients, they offer a great amount of things like folate, which has been linked to improved mental health, and copper. Now, whether it's in a nice, rich curry, like my better-for-you buttered tofu, oh, so good. I whipped that one up on the TV show City Line that has tofu, and then it has like chickpeas in there. So amazing, so good. Um, So you could put it in a rich curry like that. Um, You could add it to your salads, maybe do kind of like a Mediterranean vibe. You can add it to pasta dishes as well, and even in sandwiches. So like, you know how you have like like a tuna salad sandwich? So instead of tuna, sometimes what I'll do is I'll just take some chickpeas and I'll just mash it up with a whole bunch of different things. So I'll mash it up, maybe do some diced celery in there, um, a few different spices. And then it's kind of like, you know, like instead of having that tuna salad sandwich, you can have like a chickpea salad sandwich. So try doing something like that. You could even put it, you could put it in bread or you could put it in a wrap. Totally up to you. Maybe even a lettuce wrap would be great as well. I just got a really great lunch idea. I'm going to do that today. (laughs) Um, Chickpeas are also really great in desserts. If you want to hop over to my YouTube channel, you'll see me whipping up some delicious desserts using chickpea flour. Um, Tastes so good. You won't miss it. The latest one that I made um, with chickpea flour was chocolate chip cookies. And even my husband loved these, okay? And he's usually my taste tester. Um, and if if it, if it passes the test for him, um, then I know that it will pass the test for kids. I know they'll pass the test for other husbands. So. <laughs> so check that out. You know what? I will link that for you in the show notes so you guys can check out those um, chickpea flour chocolate chip cookie recipes. Um, what else can you do with it? So yeah, so desserts. I love adding, you know, chickpeas in my desserts as well, okay? Um, chickpeas are great because you can just add them you know, as you can see, it is so many different types of meals and they provide a great amount of nutrients that can really help to bring your recipes up to par in terms of nutrition. And then there's black beans. And in half a cup, you're going to get 10% of your daily value. So black beans also make me pretty excited in terms of the nutritional value they provide. So they provide both protein and good carbs and also help to regulate blood sugar levels. So they're a great way to get sustained energy. So for anybody with diabetes or insulin resistance, you know, even pre-diabetes, these are excellent for a slow release of energy. Okay, so food number nine are pistachios. And in one ounce, you're going to get 6.1% of your daily value. Now, in the nut world, pistachios are often overlooked, but they provide a ton of nutritional benefits. Pistachios are definitely one of my favorite favorite, favorite nuts. Just one ounce of pistachios provides a considerable amount of iron along with high levels of several other important vitamins and minerals. Pistachios are one of the best nut sources of iron. 
Okay, let me tell you something. I wasn't going to tell you this, but let me just tell you this. My favorite, if you want to know what my favorite flavor of ice cream is or what my favorite flavor of gelato is, it is pistachio, hands down. So we have a pistachio, not we have a pistachio restaurant, not a pistachio restaurant. It's a gelato um, restaurant store um, establishment. So we have this gelato establishment in our neighborhood, not too far from us. Um, I don't know, maybe about 10 minutes away from us or so. I feel they have the best gelato in the city. And whenever it gets warm, my husband and I will usually head over there and we'll treat ourselves to pistachio gelato. If you have not had it, it is so good. But if you ever make it to Spain, make sure you get pistachio gelato there. Because when I was in Spain and I had that pistachio gelato, I thought the one down the street was good. But the one in Spain just like knocked my socks off was so absolutely amazing. Um, Now I want pistachio gelato. Um, All right. So let's go back to pistachios and nutrition. So um, pistachios also have nutrients like vitamin B6, okay, which helps to promote blood flow by helping to carry oxygen through the bloodstream to your cells. Vitamin 6 also promotes brain health since B6 is important for engaging neurotransmitters that may improve your mood. Also, if you're looking to lose weight or maintain your weight levels, you should definitely consume nutrient-dense pistachios since vitamin B6 is also important for blood sugar regulation. All right, so the last food on the list, food number 10, pumpkin seeds. In one ounce, you're going to get 5% of your daily value versatile and delicious pumpkin seeds are one of the best sources of iron out there. Plus, by adding them to your diet, you can also get in your daily intake of fiber, magnesium, and protein. In fact, pumpkin seeds are one of the best natural sources of stress-busting magnesium. Enjoy them raw as a snack or even season it with, you know, some herbs or spices of your choice. Roast them and enjoy. You can also add them to salads for a nice crunch instead of croutons. Um, You can add them to sauces if you want to do that. Sometimes if I'll just blend them up. I'll soak them first so they get nice and soft, and then I can just blend them up and make a sauce. Um, You can add them to baked goods as well. Like I love adding them to my homemade protein bars. So there you have it, the top 10 iron-rich foods to add to your diet. Did you discover some new foods that you never knew were high in iron? I would love to hear if you learned something new today. So if so, send me a DM to let me know which one of these tips you're going to incorporate into your diet this week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.